Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias with Jack Everett. Uh, how fantastic it is to have your company for another week. We're going to talk bowls here on Without Bias and a good time to be doing it as well. We are smack bang in the beginning of the Australian Open, one of the biggest events on the world stage, certainly the biggest event here in Australia. It is a festival of bowls and bowlers from all across the world transcend on the Gold Coast. Things have got underway and that is going to be the flavour of our show this week. Wayne Turley, OAM, will join us in about 10 minutes from now. An exciting announcement to do with the Australian Open today, but... We thought the best way to start this one was to start with the man who is, of course, the defending Australian Open men's singles winner. Last year was an outstanding scene at the Broadbeach Bowls Club, which is his home club, and he won the one that he'd been chasing for quite some time. His name is Ryan Bester, and he's first up here on Without Bias. Rhino, g'day. How you going, Jack? Congratulations, first. I know it's 12 months uh, since it's all gone down, but to be back there again, I mean, I haven't really had a chance to talk to you properly since you won last year. It must have just been such a, a huge occasion and a memorable occasion, especially considering that you were able to do it at home. Uh, yeah, yes, it was. Um, obviously, this is probably, as you said, the best time of year for bowls. You know, the greens are nice and quick. Um, so many players here, and it's like a carnival atmosphere of people from all over the world. So, yeah, last year I was really happy. Um, I lost the final the first time I was on the Gold Coast, so to finally win it, um, just put a bit of icing on the cake. How fulfilling was that, to, to win it after having lost it? Sometimes they say you've got to lose one to win one. It doesn't make it any easier, but it, did, it, did it make it better when you got that end result? Yeah, I think so. You know, when there's 850, 900 players in it, to get you know down to the final to lose it and then to get back, you know, to win 10, 10 or 11 straight games in a row. And then, um, you know, to finally hoist up the trophy. Um, yeah, it was a very good feeling. Now, Celebrate I, for a few days. I know that you would be aware of these sorts of things, but no one has ever, in the history of this glamorous event, no one has ever gone back-to-back. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I qualified on Saturday, so I'm in the last 256. Um well, one one of the, my biggest accomplishments, I think, is I'm the only guy to go back to back at the prestigious Golden Nugget. Yeah. So, yeah, you never know. Maybe maybe give this one a go. Do you feel like they're coming out well at the moment? I mean, I said this to you, I reckon, about this time last year before the Australian Open that I thought it was some of the best form of your career. Do you feel like that's continued on in the, I guess, in the over the summer months as well? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Last couple of weeks I played really well. Had their blue opal singles at the club just last week, and I managed to win that. I beat the world champion, Chair Malcor, in the final. So to, uh, to do that, um, yeah, they are coming out pretty good. But, you know, anyone can be anyone today. That's a brilliant of the bowls, especially the Australian Open. So, 
myself to win eight more games. So take it one game at a time and just see what I can do. Now tell us about the Blue Opal. You've been very much involved in building this event with the Broadbeach Bowls Club. It's a singles event that's basically, I guess, part of the plan for you is to have it as a lead-in to the Australian Open. As you mentioned, you won it on Friday. 20K prize purse. Nice little payday on the eve of the Australian Open. Yeah, yes, that helps out. <laughs> uh, yeah, when... when uh, five years ago when we first got this one up and we thought we'd have a big pairs tournament, you know, to get everyone a bit of practice for the Open and that went really well and then I've always had the idea of a thousand dollar entry singles tournament and it's the second year we've had that and um, had 64 people enter it and some of the biggest names in the game like Aaron Sheriff, Jeremy Henry, Aaron Wilson, Shane McElroy, you know, the second round we had the world singles champion playing the Commonwealth game single champion in the second round. So it was just great to see... Um, you know, so many great bowlers up here in the lead-up to the Australian Open. And, uh, you know, to win it was an um, uh, unbelievable feeling. One of the best in the world, Ryan Bester, joining me tonight here on Without Bias. Now, you were part of the announcement today, Ryan, with the Queensland government that the Gold Coast is going to remain the home of the Australian Open, which is what we're celebrating tonight. From 2020 to 2024, this is courtesy of support from Tourism and Events Queensland and also the city of Gold Coast. You love Broadbeach, you love bowls on the Gold Coast. This is this is a big day for the sport and a big day for your club. Uh, yes, it is. Um... I said this morning, I moved up here seven and a half years ago because I think it's the mecca of bowls, the Gold Coast, just the great weather and the great greens. And uh, I know they had record entries this year. And I think it's only going to keep growing um, in the years to come. They get five more years. Um, like you say, events and tourism Queensland done a fantastic job with Bowls Australia uh, to keep the event here. And um, working at Broad Beach, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's perfect to see everyone here every year um, enjoying the game. The club itself, and, and you're involved there day to day, but you, you hosted the Commonwealth Games, you're hosting the Australian Open as one of a number of clubs obviously involved, but you've got something like the Blue Opal Singles, you've got big events coming next year. You're just going from strength to strength, the Bulls? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have the World Championships next year. So yeah. We're the only club ever to have a World Championship and the Commonwealth Games, um, as well as all the other events. Um, so just fantastic. And all our members, they really get behind it, volunteer, doing marketing making sure the events go well. And you know, all the people from overseas, you know, what better place to come to than Broad Beach and the Gold Coast. Now, you've played in some of the biggest events internationally and also locally as well. Now, we call you a Gold Coast local. Now, the, the Australian Open, how does it compare to some of the biggest events on the world stage? Um, well, I said, I, um, it's just so great that it's, it's an open event. So, like, the World Championships, Commonwealth Games, all the countries can only pick, like, one person in the singles. Where I said, you know, Australia's got 50 people that could win the Commonwealth Game single and World Single. So everyone's into it. 912 people. Um, and it's an open draw, which I think yep. um, it's a big plus for the tournament. So, like you say, it doesn't matter, you know, what pennant grade you are, or if you're 90 years old or 9 years old, um, everyone can enter it. And I think that's the biggest appeal for it. And do you find, is that something that makes it a, a different? event I guess to others that you know like literally anyone could enter and play you or play Aaron Wilson or play Aaron Sheriff in one of the early rounds so it's it's an experience as much as a bowls event exactly and you know after the game you always sit down you know and have, have lunch with your competitor and it's, you know some great stories out there and you meet so many nice people which is great you know a lot of people come here for the bowls but also just to meet up with old friends and to make some new ones so uh, that's a great part of it yeah, a lot of people you know, don't get to play against some of the you know, the big, the big names in the game, and mm. they absolutely love it, which is probably the only tournament that you can do. And 
Now, you've got the Australian Open on your horizons, obviously, and the preparations have well and truly begun and you've started your campaign for the Australian Open. What other disciplines are you going to play in? You're obviously in the singles and chasing back-to-back. What other disciplines are you going to play in? I'm playing the pairs with uh, Kevin Anderson, uh, yep. Scottish International. We lost the semi-final last year. And I'm playing with Kevin and Phil Scoglin and Mike Carroll from New Zealand. So two really good mates. So... Um, I said fours. I haven't won the fours, so that's one. You know, hopefully, can uh, capture that title. Oh, you and Kevin were a fantastic combination last year. Very attacking, which is what we love about your style of play, Ryan. All the best. Thanks for finding yeah. a few minutes tonight. We, as I said, you're in the middle of your preparations now, and we wish you all the best. You've got a busy dance card for the Australian Open. So good luck, and thanks for joining me tonight. Thank you very much. One of the best in the world, Ryan Bester, joining us on Without Bias. We have still got plenty more to come, so don't you go too far. On the other side of this, we're going to continue to celebrate a major, major announcement today for the sport. that The Australian Open has recommitted to the Gold Coast from 2020 to 2024. A major announcement, a major boon for the sport, and also a major boon for Queensland and bowls on the Gold Coast. It's a great announcement, and well done to everyone involved. Wayne Turley has been involved in the process. He's going to join us next and tell us more about it here on Without Bias. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias with Jack Everin. Certainly is, and you can jump online, of course, bowls.com.au. There's a club just around the corner from you. You can be certain of that, and it is the place to go for all of the news, all of the information, and everything related to the Australian Open, one of the biggest events in the world calendar, certainly the biggest on the Australian calendar, a festival of bowls on the Gold Coast over the next three weeks. Now, today, exciting, wonderful announcement, as I mentioned earlier, that the Gold Coast, uh, with the bowls competition and the marquee competition that is the Australian Open, together with the Queensland Government and Bowls Australia, have jointly announced that the Gold Coast are going to remain the home of the Australian Open for a further five years, from 2020 to 2024. To tell us more about that, Bowls Australia Board Director Wayne Turley, OAM. He was part of the announcement, one of the stars of the sport, and he joins us on Without Bias. Turles, hello. Good afternoon, Jack. How are you? Hey, very good. What an exciting day this is. Oh, it was. Uh, a fantastic day. Uh, absolutely unbelievable for our sport going forward. Um, with the richest open event in the world, um, yeah, I think it's, just, it's a huge announcement today. And uh, how lucky are we to get back to the Gold Coast for the five years? Oh, extremely. And it's and as I say, it's become such a brilliant event because of the Gold Coast. Was it obviously? There's a bit to go through from a government point of view that you had to do, but to to keep it on the Gold Coast was it a no-brainer from your point of view? Oh, for us, I think it was a no-brainer. But uh, I think from the the tourism event Queensland, I think success of the Gold Coast Commonwealth Games. I think they're looking to leave a bit more of a legacy and get more people back into the Gold Coast with a fantastic venue at Broadbeach and all the other clubs on the Gold Coast. But yeah, it was a no-brainer for us. Um, we're excited um, to continue for another five years. So we've spoken about this before, and, and this has been something that yourself and Neil Dalrymple and all of the all of the key decision makers at Bowls Australia have been keen to do, and and that is have. I guess a, a a headquarters of bowls in this country. So, do we really consider the Gold Coast now to be that? I think we do. I even know you know all, everyone else in Australia is very important. But uh, from a facilities point of view, with uh, the way transport and accommodation and, and the climate and the quality of the greens on um, the Gold Coast, I think it's uh, is nearly the headquarters for us after the Commonwealth Games. We've got Asia Pacific Championships starting very shortly after the Australian Open, and then the big one next year, the World Bowls, World Championships. Mm. 
So, yeah, so a lot of exciting things are happening on the Gold Coast. And then, I mean, we have to look back, I guess, to look forward, but the, the Commonwealth Games, as you mentioned last year, I'd imagine was a huge a huge part of the, the process in seeing how, how great bowls can be for the, the state of Queensland. Oh, definitely. Um, I think a lot of a lot of runoffs happen from the Commonwealth Games. Uh, extra membership participation throughout the, a lot of clubs on the Gold Coast with barefoot bowls and just people getting the been seeing our athletes winning gold medals, our lawn bowlers, and seeing how you know good and fun it is, and and uh, and uh, they're out there trying the best now, having a go at our local clubs. Now, obviously, this is not this is a group effort, tourism and events Queensland, and also the city of the Gold Coast. So I'd imagine that you'd want to acknowledge them and also thank them because this is a group effort to get to this point, and and what a point we've now got to. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the decision that was made, and we we very appreciate. Uh, all our stakeholders getting involved, but definitely um, the city of Gold Coast, Tour of Events Queensland, the Queensland government. Without their support, uh, this wouldn't go ahead. And and we've all worked together. It's been such a success over the past five years, and we're looking forward to making it even bigger and better um, the next five years. You've lived a lifetime in the sport. Could you have imagined a point where the Australian Open, as an event, has got to where it is now? It's not just an Australian event, but a world event where people travel from all over the world for the opportunity to play in this event. Yeah, it's amazing. Like this year, we've got record numbers, uh, record entries this year, over 2,600 entrants, you know, which is unbelievable from all over the world and all over Australia. And it's only going to get bigger and better. And why well, would you want to come to the Gold Coast? But mm. uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a huge event. But it, the best thing about our event, too, it's age exclusive, too. So we've got um, under 18s, boys and girls. We've got the over 60s, men's and women's. And then we've got the multi disability championships. So it's a one big package. So it's a, it's a huge event, and which is. Very well run. And was that the... Absolutely, it's well run. Was that the extra layer to add the, the over-60s, as you mentioned, and the under-18s and, and the different disciplines so that it was even more inclusive than what it already was? Oh, definitely. Yes, we want to put it in a big package. We want to make it... We want to make the Australian Open about the bowlers. It doesn't matter if you're an average bowler, or a brand-new bowler, or an old bowler, or a young bowler, or a bowler with disability. You can come to the Gold Coast, and you can compete in the Australian Open with a world champion or a Commonwealth Games champion. So that's the best part about our sport and the best part about the event. Wayne Turley, OAM, joining us tonight here on Without Bias. Now, 12,500 entrance, Turles, in this year's Australian Open, uh, and we're going to compete over the next five-year period as well. There's more than $1.25 million in prize money that's going to be up for grabs over the next few years. Like, this is big, big stuff we're talking now. Yeah, it is big stuff. It's big dollars. But the best thing about it too is that all prize money is equal between male and female. Yes. So it's uh, both genders. It's, uh, it's an equal split. So and they're both male and females both get a, a split in the broadcast too. So you know, I think it's a fantastic thing for our sport. Have we covering both genders? And uh, yeah, the prize money's there as well. And what's to say it might increase over the next few years as well? Absolutely. Now you keep a very close eye on on the talent that's coming through, but also the talent that's the here and now. The, the standard of competition. I'm looking forward to getting up there next week to to check it out for myself. But um, it, it's hot, it's fierce, and and since the Commonwealth Games last year, I mean, th- these events, these big events, they're they're big contests. They go right down to the wire, and all of the big names are in sensational form. Yeah, I've uh, been lucky enough to see a few of the players the last couple of days, and um, now to tell you what, because this open event, there's been a few of the, the big names being challenged as well. Mm. So um, you never know, there's a secret name could pop up from somewhere, from from anywhere in Australia or anywhere in the world. But uh, yeah, there's some. Some of our fine jack, our jackaroos are in fine form, and I'd say they'd be in the pointy end of uh, the, the event next week. Is there a, I guess, a, not a changing of the guard? That's a that's a pretty strong uh, term. But are we seeing a, a little bit of a a difference now in in this jackaroo setup? Some younger players starting to come through. I mean, we had and you were part of it for such a, a long period of time. Nothing lasts forever, as we all know. But 
the youngsters coming through, that they look ready for the opportunity. They look really keen to take their opportunities when they're provided as well. Oh, they do. We've got a fantastic uh, high-performance program led by Steve Glass and our coach, and, and there's opportunities there for everyone. So, um, yeah, throughout all the states. But um, yeah, definitely all the younger players, they are all got an eye looked at them. We've got a great, good state-based program, mm. as I said, led by our coach. Yeah, we're exciting times ahead. What's next? That's the big question. I mean, there's always something happening, and you and your board are, are always working away at something. What's the next big thing on the horizon? Well, I think our, big, our next big thing for us is our new IT system, which is pretty exciting, um, which is getting launched uh, at the moment for our states. But that's an exciting program for us. It's got a new competition module. So, um, that, But a big thing for us to realise that we've still got bowls on free-to-air TV on the SBS. Yep. Um, everyone's got to tune in on Sunday afternoons and uh, get those ratings up because there it is, free-to-air TV, and it's a fantastic show led by uh, yourself, Jack, and... <laughs> But it's exciting for our game. I just turn up. Barry Lester does all the work. You know that. I just turn up, basically. <laughs> the, the camera just tends to gravitate towards him, Tills. Oh, he loves it. He loves it, Baz. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him today, actually, suntanning on the beach at Portsmouth. So he's working on his sand. I've been following along his Instagram work. He's very much enjoying himself uh, on the Gold Coast, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> look, the last one, I, I guess one of, the, one of the beauties of having you involved in the board, as I say, is that you lived a lifetime in the sport, but you're still very much involved at club level, how is the sport going at, at the absolute grassroots club level? Everywhere I go, every time I drive past a, a bowl in green in, in good weather, there are good numbers. You talk to more and more people who are playing the sport that are, are a younger age. Is it off the, I guess, off the, the Broadway of the national events and the international events at absolute grassroots level? Are you pleased with the way that it's going? Yeah, definitely. Like there, there is clubs struggling around Australia, but, um, but everyone's trying, and uh, we're lucky enough to have regional bowls managers all throughout Australia that can come and help the clubs out. And and you're right, Jack. When you go around, you see a lot of clubs buzzing. There is, you know, they're trying the barefoot bowls, they're trying twilight mm. bowls, they're trying jack attack and junior jack attack, and trying to work with the schools and um, and just work with maybe even disability and other places. So the game is growing with popularity. That's that's for sure. And um, the participation's through the roof. Uh, we just got to try and convert them to members. And um, as I say, these clubs are the Bowling clubs are the hub of communities. Uh, you know, a lot of people use them as their to find friends and yep. uh, and to find enjoy themselves. That's what we love about it. It's what we love about it. The sport. It's the sport for all ages. Tells. Thank you very much. Really appreciate your time and thanks for joining us tonight on Without Bias. No doubt we'll talk across the year as well. But a, a major announcement today for the sport. So congratulations to you and everyone involved. Thanks, Jack. Thanks very much. Wayne Turley, OAM, part of the Board of Bowls Australia, a Commonwealth Games champion in his own right, and now working very, very hard at grassroots level, as you just heard there as well. So great news for the Australian Open, great news for Bowls Australia. It has got a home on the Gold Coast until 2024. A very appropriate decision and a very smart decision by all involved as well. If you've never been to an Australian Open, it's not too late. It's underway now, but it is one of the biggest events on the calendar. And you never know, just like we spoke about with Ryan Bester earlier in the show, you can put yourself in the drawer and you could play against a Ryan Bester or an Aaron Wilson or an Aaron Sheriff. It's as simple as that. And that's what makes it one of the great events on the world calendar. Of course, if you like what you've heard tonight and you want to get involved at your local club or even just take the shoes off and play a bit of social bowls, bowls.com.au. Jump online, check it out. There will be a club just around the corner from you. They would love to have you involved. Even as a social member, it is the sport for all ages and it's what we love so much. We're back next week. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91 91.